Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And tonight we are talking about all Netflix, not all Netflix, but a few Netflix comedies. We're going to be talking about Emily in Paris, season three. We're going to be talking about Unstable, and we're going to be talking about Beef. So those are our three we're going to be discussing vaguely and kind of just giving you our reviews and what we think about the shows. So we are going to start off with a favorite of all of ours, even though I'm still not done with season three, but... Eve has finished it. So we're going to go with that. I know the characters and all that, so I can talk to it. But Emily in Paris, and for this review, we'll be discussing only season three. We won't, we might mention one and two, but we won't be going into depth or giving our reviews on one and two. Well, that works for me because season three is the one that I remember, (laughs) you know, being the most current one. So, Mm -hmm. so we need like, Can you give us a synopsis? Yeah, so this season, if I remember correctly, and if I'm totally wrong, like, don't don't get mad at me, just nicely correct me, because my memory is not all that good. Okay, so last season kind of left off on a big cliffhanger. As far as Emily's career goes, we'll get into the whole love life stuff last, because I think we have more to discuss there. But as far as her, like, work stuff goes, it ended with, you know, Sylvie and Jean-Luc, I think his name is. Jean-Luc. Yeah. Oh, so fancy. And then, I <laughs> think French just sounds so fancy. And then the, the other, then that other guy that she works with, Julian. That's right. Okay. I can see him in my head. Okay. His name. Everyone at um, Savoie, or what was once Savoie, decided to um quit so i loved this when they did this and as it turned they, they left emily in the dark but apparently they had a plan as far as that was concerned they did um, they want uh emily to come with her so now emily has to break it to um her boss kate walsh, kate walsh <laughs> who, who, who we love because you know she's as an enemy but um, I do not love her on this show. I still love Kate Walsh. She's fantastic. But I don't even character- hate her on this show. She's more of a comedic relief. Like, I just don't take her serious. But you haven't seen seasons two and three yet. But I've seen, no, I've seen two. Have you seen two? Well, seen anyway. Two. I don't, I don't, like, I don't want her to win in this story. But I do. She makes me giggle a lot. Yeah, I still like her. I just don't, like, love her. Mm-hmm. But I think the funny thing was that Emily is still working for her, but she hasn't told her that, hey, I quit because I want to go work with, you know, these other people. And I'm sorry. I know that it was supposed to be dramatic. It it was so funny. It was hilarious. That's why we're talking about this in a comedy. Yeah, it, it was so funny. She's basically working as like a, a double agent. She's like undercover or something, except she's not really undercover. She just doesn't have the heart to tell her 
former boss that she quit. And I mean, why can't she work both? Yeah, because that would work great. <laughs> I just thought it's so funny how the whole business is just like falling apart. Like there's um I think at, at um one point like there there are birds flying around the office and they were freaking out and then the AC's being shut off. No, I I was like AC is all I need. Like if you cut off my my AC, like I'm done. I'm out of there. Yeah, I can't do that. But I'm from Texas. We have to have our AC. <laughs> I don't think not a lot of pay, not a lot of like houses in London have air conditioning air conditionings, right? I think AC, my understanding anyway, is that AC is not a big thing in Europe. Must be nice. So except when they have those heat waves. I know they have bad heat waves. They have bad heat waves though. So I'm not sure why AC isn't maybe it's just like so those few days they need i mean fans can cool you down for a few days rather than having central air i don't know i'd probably die and then just move i would not be comfortable no no i i don't think i could do it but um then the funny turn of events was that eventually both sides found out (laughs) as you know is going to happen because as great as Emily is at her job, she's not great at having two jobs and the other person not knowing. Yeah. So of course, both Sylvie and Madeline both found out what she was doing and she lost, she was fired from both. <laughs> I've gotten this far. <laughs> I have so, gotten this far. <laughs> so she's fired from both jobs and this is the point like if this was like my real life this is the point where I would like cry and then I don't know try and like just go home like I'd be like I'm so done I'm done <laughs> Say la vie. done with France done final with- straw it's been great I'm out of here I don't know I feel like she belongs there I would be very sad if Emily ever went back to the states I think she's made for Paris well, that it'd be what Emily in Chicago. That's not fun. <laughs> then we have to. Watch it doesn't her- have a ring to it, does it? Then we have to watch her eating that horrible deep dish pizza. Come across Fiona. There's a sh- shameless overlap. You didn't watch Shameless, did you? No. Or um, what's her name? Um, is there Maggie's there? Maggie is there. I love Maggie though. But yeah, eventually that. I think that got that all got worked out if I remember correctly. I think somehow Jean-Luc worked his usual magic and got Emily back on the team and Madeline eventually gave up and she went back. Yeah. Um, but then I think what is oh Jeanette will be so sad she missed this part. What was Jeanette's favorite part though was the love triangle or square because we have Emily who's trying to choose between Gabriel and Gabriel and um Alfie who I, I I was 100% team Alfie just because that route was less messy because Mm-mm. I'm team Gabriel his girlfriend who I like as a person can go but yeah because then on the other side we have another triangle with Emil Gabriel and Camille who who you I I I've 
there's nothing about her that I really like. She's just conniving and I don't like Camille. I know I think a lot of people actually do like Camille. Well, I don't know after season three because I have not finished season three, so that could change. A lot of well, people did like Camille, and that's why everyone was going team Alfie when I was on the blogs. I was team Alfie because, well, first of all, I love a British accent. And who doesn't? And it it was just it was just less messy. Like he actually wanted to be with her. Gabrielle was just confused. I was like, screw the confused guy. Like go for the handsome uh, British dude, um, which she did. But then at the very end of season three, he just says, "Nope, you don't want me. I think you want someone else." And then that's that. Well, I was like, "Wait, no, stop." Well, I we, we can. She work. does. She is supposed to be with Gabriel. Alfie she, is just the distraction. She is, but I wanted things to go my way because I like Alfie. I like Alfie too. He but is hot as heck. Supposed to be with him, and I guess I just have to accept that eventually. Not yet. No, I knew it was Gabriel from the day he opened up that apartment door. It was right there. You just knew. But. Things are going to get a whole lot messy because now Camille's pregnant. <gasps> no. Yes. Ew. Why? Oh, come on. Why got the wrench in at that permanent? Yeah, because they're. So- Maybe it's not his baby. Oh, they got to play it somehow. Take a virgin river. See, I don't. I don't know, because if she was lying that it was his baby, you'd think it'd be because she was trapping him and trying to trap him into a marriage and trying to be with her. But she called out like she was a runaway bride. She like at the last second said, you know, I can't do this. And then she ran off. So. And then that's when Gabrielle told Emily, you know, she's pregnant. Dang it. They can't do that to me. So I don't know. Maybe. It was a maybe that is what she was trying to do at first was trap him and then she realized last second no never mind I can't do this except she doesn't strike me as someone who has scruples so I don't know now you got me all confused dang it okay we're gonna we're we're gonna move off and talk characters real fast because we're gonna deep dig deep deeper down okay we obviously have Emily she's doing her thing nobody really cares about Emily and then we have Gabriel, who is my love. Um, I mean, he can cook. I mean, off. he's got that going for him. So, I think that's honestly like my attraction towards him more is that he is a cook, and he's—I don't know—it's his—it's almost the way he carries himself is why I like him more over Alfie. Because I wouldn't say that like Gabriel is hotter than Alfie. I think they're pretty, in my eyes, they're pretty equal on the hotness skills. They both have amazing accents. I think it's just the way that Gabriel carries himself and he can cook, which is a huge plus in my book. But you also have Alfie, who is equally just as hot, has an amazing accent. And like you said earlier, he really wants to be with Emily, which I feel like Gabriel is more... He's constantly pulled between Emily and Camille, which Camille's our next one we're going to talk about. And fun fact, her name's Camille in real life. Okay, I do have to know, though, who is your favorite, like, 
side character? Mindy. Okay, because that she's mine too. I love the, I love I Ashley love Park her. in anything she does, but I love Mindy. Oh my gosh, she's I that. love her so much. She is just so much fun. Like I don't know how else to put it. She's just so much fun. She is a lot of fun. And I, I think I, her the fashion, her fashion, and just is amazing to me. I I like Emily's fashion too, but it's more it's a different. Like Mindy, I feel like Mindy pulls off Mindy fashion. Yeah, a- Emily is like way more like high fashion, refined. It's like I I don't know. I look at some stuff Emily wears, and I'm like, is that in right now? Because <laughs> that's just real interesting looking. It just reminds me of like the outlandish like dresses or you know whatever that people wore in like the Hunger Games in the Capitol or something. Just mm-hmm. like real outlandish and out there. But I don't know. Mindy's is more just mindy it's mindy she has like her own style and i love it i keep forgetting though that the two of them are are roommates and they've been roommates since season one haven't they when she lost her was it season one it was either i don't know it's either season one or season two i remember it's either late season one or early season two yeah because it was after she lost her au pair job yeah some reason I keep forgetting that they're roommates and I'm telling you if I had a roommate in that tiny like little apartment that Emily's living in I think one of us would be dead by now I don't like, think they're home a lot though that's true if I lived in Paris I probably wouldn't be home a ton either just to sleep <laughs> I don't know I say that but I love my home I, I like love- curling up in my own space so I can't really talk. I would probably be home all the time. I I don't like being out and going places. So, you know, I'm I'm probably going to be home a lot. It's too people-y out there. Yeah, I just can't do people. It's too much. I don't mind people, but I don't like overcrowds. That's even grocery stores make my anxiety go up now. Okay, also, Sylvie, you love any hater. I've had a love-hate relationship with Sylvie from the beginning. What is your take? I love Sylvie. So it's more like I either love her or maybe I don't love her right now, but she's what she's doing is very amusing. I'm mad at her. <laughs> Sometimes I'm mad at her, but I've never I've never hated her just because you, you know, I feel the limited that I know about French culture is my understanding is this is she's like a portrayal of what mm-hmm. the French are like. Yeah, she comes off she comes off rude and condescending, but I really think that's just the culture. Like that's culture there, yeah. That's my understanding of French culture, and I feel like a lot of times when she's coming off that way, she actually. Because she has told Emily, like she has admitted many times that she loves Emily's work and how great she does. And I know some, t- a lot of times, not sometimes, let's say all the time, <laughs> she's, I feel like she's constantly kind of like putting Emily down because, you know, Emily's with her social media stuff. And that's really, yeah. which, you know, in marketing is a good skill to have to be good at social media because yeah. that kind of where we are in this era I guess you can call it and 
I just find it funny whenever Sylvie's like, you found this client because you follow her. She's one of your followers. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, that's how networking works now days. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like she, she can be very old fashioned sometimes when it comes to that. But I don't know. I still love her. I, I, I like her a lot more than I don't like her. But she's just not one of those like top five characters for me. Yeah, she's I, okay. I wouldn't call her one of my favorites. I wouldn't say, oh my gosh, I love her. But I don't hate her. I don't even dislike her, really. I like Luke a lot more than I like Sylvie and Julian. I think Jean-Luc is my, my favorite. Because I he's, he's also been in other shows that I've seen and I I love. Well, Luke is very... Like, he's always the middleman. He's always playing peacekeeper. He is. Like, it's okay. Sylvie's being a word I can't say here right now. <laughs> always being this way but it's okay you just show her what you've got and I'm sitting there thinking Luke you are living in some kind of dream world and I can't say I don't like it no and this season we have a couple of new characters we have Paul Foreman who plays Nicholas eh. how do we feeling about Nicholas we don't like Nicholas at all we don't like Nicholas at all um, there's he the, the second we met him I was like I don't know if it's because as soon as we met him, I could tell that this is not a character we're supposed to be rooting for. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that kind of put me in the mindset, well, I don't need to care about him. But he's just, I don't know. It's like he works so hard to make everyone's life harder. (laughs) One of those, one of those lovely people that we love. And it's like... Wouldn't it be so much easier and less stressful to mind your own business? You would think. I mean, you would think, but there are people like this in real life, too. So, I mean, what do I really know? All right. So, Nicholas, we don't like. What about Sophia? Do we like Sophia? Sophia? I don't, you know, I really don't know. She, She's okay. She's me. I feel like they really didn't. She's a good artist. because She had somewhat of a relationship with... um with Camille mm-hmm. she was a Greek yeah she's a Greek artist yeah it came to one of Camille's shows and and she's Greek and I, I love Greek food so um no but anyway she so she had a relationship with um Camille but I feel they really didn't do enough with her, with her character to really make me you know like her or dislike her mm-hmm either way so i don't know i guess she's okay okay so what were your what was a couple of your your favorite parts of season three honestly i just really loved emily trying to work for both companies that was really a big highlight that that was just the funniest part of the entire season i feel like the rest was really heavy on the drama but like that one piece it was just so funny and I, honestly, I was very disappointed that it didn't carry on through the whole season. <laughs> it didn't last longer. <laughs> the only reason I was sad that she was found out so fast was because I was like, oh, but this was funny. I wanted it to go all season, so I had something to laugh at. It would have been funny seeing her trying to manage both of them 
for a longer period of time. Okay, so that was your favorites. What was one of your or some of your complaints? Oh my gosh, it was such a good season. Well, I guess my biggest complaint is how it ended. I was going to say my only complaint is making (laughs) Camille too permanent. Yeah, I, I really didn't like how... I don't know if I can say this is my least favorite part, but I think what I was just confused about was the whole Greek artist storyline with Tammy and like their relationship and all of that. I just didn't really see the point, especially because it's not like Camille is, well, uh, well, like you said, for some reason, a lot of people love her. So maybe that's why they did it, but in my brain it didn't make sense because as far as I know she's not very she's not a liked person yeah so I really didn't care for the fact that she was getting her own storyline because I'm sitting there thinking I'm bored of this I don't even like this chick anyway let's like move on to are we concentrating on her yeah like why are we focusing so much on her yeah that gets and now she's gonna be now we're stuck with her because she's pregnant so yay (laughs) who knows maybe she'll like come out and surprise us on season four because we are getting a season four that is confirmed maybe she'll just go away and take the baby with her but then gabrielle will be sad and we don't want that i don't want that yeah he'd be a great dad (laughs) i don't want that okay so what's your overall grade for season three season three i'm 12 out of 10 I just love Emily in Paris so much. Even A, B, C, or D. Or F. Oh gosh, no, not F. No, the storyline, that that one storyline I didn't really care about, that gets, I don't know, that gets a D. It's like, great job for trying, but I don't care. Um, (laughs) um, No, I'm going to give it an overall A. I still love Emily in Paris so much. And um, the fact that we're promised a season four, so and Lily Collins has teased a uh, Roman holiday in season four. So hopefully it's going to be based in Rome. That would be a lot of fun. I want to see what brings her to Rome. I'm sure work. But I've, I was about to say, I've always wanted to go to Rome, but you know, this isn't real life. So do what Romans do. Okay. Sorry. So your overall grade is an A. I'm going to say a B plus until I finish it because I'm not happy that Camille's pregnant, but when I finish, I will update everybody who cares about my grade. My grade. See, if I can sit down and binge an entire season in a day without feeling like I just need a break, I'm like, that's an A-plus show. That was me and the bear yesterday. All right. So we're going to move on from Emily in Paris. And this next one, I really feel like everybody in our group had high hopes for because it stars Rob Lowe and his son um john owen Lowe, who they both work on 911 lone star which is another show that we absolutely love and we cover this one just really fell flat and i was super disappointed in it i was a bit disappointed with unstable and i don't know if it's because my expectations were so high um but i love rob Lowe. And I was really excited to see him in a show with his son who, yeah, yeah, you can tell they're father and son. Oh yeah. 
can't um, you? I was going to say good casting, but you know, the, the, <laughs> but um, I love seeing them work together. And I know Amanda, I said at one point that this show is like a depiction of what would happen to Owen on Lone Star if he was left to his own devices. Yes. <laughs> Completely unhinged and wacky and out there. His name is Ellis Dragon. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I mean, Ellis, first of all, the only time I've ever heard the name Ellis is from Grey's Anatomy, and that was Meredith. That's great. So it's, you know, a I've never heard the name Alice anywhere else. So I don't know. Maybe it's a unisex name. But for me, it is. It is. For me, it's a woman's name because <laughs> the other character I've heard. But then also on top of that, his last name is Dragon. So it's, I guess it was kind of hard to take this show seriously, even though I know it's a comedy. Yeah. And it's not meant to be taken seriously. But I feel like it was too over the top. It was too goofy. And honestly, I don't mind Goofy. Like, I like a lot of Goofy shows. This one just felt Goofy in a serious setting. I like Goofy in a Goofy setting. This one, I got, there was moments, like, I just feel uncomfortable. Not, not like, uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but just, like, I, sh I know I should be laughing, but I'm not laughing. And I hate that feeling. Really, when it's somebody who I love and really appreciate as an actor like it just it felt more silly than yeah. comedic because yeah. I like comedies I mean we just talked about Emily in Paris I gave that one an A plus but I feel like this one was just more silly than it was and I could only make it through four episodes when I texted Amanda and said I can't do this anymore do I have to finish <laughs> I finished. I did all eight episodes. Jeanette did too. Um, in case anybody wants to know, Jeanette was supposed to be on this podcast, but sadly we had to reschedule. So she's not going to join us today, but she did finish Unstable as well. She, she kind of liked it. She, yeah, she did like it. Like she didn't, it didn't sound like she loved it. Like it was her favorite thing she's ever seen, but she definitely liked it more than we did. So, mm -hmm. which was confusing to me because I thought, well, Jeanette like mine and Jeanette's tastes line up a lot of time I would say not all the time a lot of time so I was like I don't know I'm I'm trying to understand why she liked it it wasn't like, I think so she went in with the I think she heard us talking about it enough of saying how goofy it really was and if I guess if you watch it in the just the goofy aspect of it it's not bad like I don't feel like it has I wouldn't give it like an F rating. We'll get to our ratings in a little bit. It was just, I think I was expecting too much out of it. And it was I, just felt like such a loose storyline, even almost. Yeah. I think my problem is that it, it really didn't have much of a strong storyline to stand on. Like it didn't have that overall arching storyline to stand on. It did, but it wasn't strong enough. And yeah. then the silliness piled on top of it. It just didn't do it for me. Okay. So the I'll read the synopsis and then we'll go from there. So it says in a biological research company, a son with social problems is forced to work for the company of his father. And that's his father is Rob Lowe, 
the son who's coming to work for him is Rob Lowe's son in real life, Owen. Rob Lowe Ellis is an extremely eccentric and exotic man to pretty much save his son from disaster and his company. So it's, I feel like it's too serious of a plot for how goofy the acting was, if that makes any sense to anybody else. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, the way that you read the synopsis makes it sound like a more serious show. And I feel like if they had taken, if I feel like if they had gone a t- just a tiny bit more serious, not too much because it's still a comedy, if they had tried to make it a t- tiny bit more serious, maybe I could have gotten on board. But I feel like the seriousness of the synopsis paired with the silliness of the show just didn't really match up. No, definitely not. I mean, uh sadly like i said sadly i really did want to like the show i started it before anybody else and i actually only had like 15 minutes left when i was like oh man i gotta go finish it i only had 15 minutes left i didn't realize i only had 15 minutes left but i did so it took me only 15 minutes to catch up but let's jump into characters so we have jackson dragon who plays rob lowe's son he comes through you can definitely tell their father and son right i don't know how to talk about this stupid show i hated this show it's really hard to talk i really wish jeanette was here because she's the only one who liked this it has good ratings too what is it just us why does it have good ratings maybe our brains are broken i'll read some, some of the reviews it's quite okay actually you know what this person on this review that i found rates it a seven out of ten which i can almost agree with and i really like the way they express their feelings about this because this is kind of what i would say as well so this is star underscore hazard who made this review on imdb and they said i was planning to just play this as background noise same i did the same thing but found myself tuning in. It's not a very ha-ha-ha type of comedy, nor slapstick. It's more serious setup with characters who are unserious, chaotic, unhinged, and campy. The whole bit is just dry deadpan with sarcastic humor. You'd laugh because it's ridiculous and also kind of true. I like that. That, that, that really does set it up to which... That's not really my type of humor, which is probably why I don't like it as much. Now, I don't, this is, they would compare it to Big Bang Theory and Parks and Rec. I do not agree with that one bit because I love Big Bang Theory and I love Parks and Rec. I would not compare Unstable to either of those shows. Maybe the humor, but I don't know. As I laugh at Parks and Rec and Big Bang Theory. I didn't really laugh at Unstable. Yeah, I I laugh hysterically at Big Bang Theory, but this one I didn't, I I didn't laugh not even once. I I I did. I laughed uh, out loud a few times, but not enough for me to enjoy myself. I guess if that makes any sense. Like there were there were a few times where I was like, okay, that was funny, but not enough to actually enjoy the show. Just one of those random. Like I said, I don't hate it. I didn't hate the show. I just expected to like it a lot more 
because I do I usually do like these kind of comedies as in Parks and Rec, The Office, uh, Big Bang Theory, you know, all those types of comedy shows. I love them. This one I would not compare to it at all. No. And I think another thing too was like the characters. I didn't, re- there really wasn't a character that I was able to connect with, if that makes sense. So like the two leads, of course, are Alice and Jackson Dragon, which, you know, that's a cool name. I'm, 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 <laughs> I mean, maybe I can give them some points for giving the main characters. <laughs> but I feel like Alice was far too unhinged for me to really even kind of grasp what was going on there. So I was like, I don't really understand what's going on with this guy. And then they bring in Jackson and Jackson, while Jackson isn't as unhinged as his father is, he still has his weird, his really weird, strange issues that I couldn't really pinpoint. I was because obviously he has some issues of his own, but then he also kind of puts on a face very well where it doesn't look like he has any issues. Yeah, so. uh, absolutely. Like we know he really liked Luna. And I this is actually one of the storylines I did get into where I, I liked Jackson and Luna together. They were, and Luna, anybody's wondering, is the girl who works at the company who works in the lab she's a little cute mousy is that the right word mousy yeah i i i I never use that word it just came out (laughs) very mousy yes (laughs) it just felt appropriate this time it is so some of the we'll talk some of the characters so we have jackson and ellis like you already said we have anna she like worked at the company with them like she was like the head she was the evil one oh you don't know that <laughs> yeah yeah she she was that one who's the head of the company she's trying to get push okay so anna was kind of our villain i guess so say in this but she worked at the same company as jackson and ellis and she's trying to like push ellis out of the company he's the ceo but she's trying to push him out pretty much saying that he's unhinged which (laughs) i don't know if we can really argue with that too much but whatever you can't really say she's wrong there i know and a few other people who work there is malcolm luna ruby or a few of the other people that work there that play smaller roles in here but also main roles they're in every episode they're but they're kind of like the side characters jackson gets involved like i said earlier with luna Ruby works, Ruby and Luna work in the little lab together. And then you have Leslie, who's played by Fred. Um, it's Armisen. Okay, yeah, Fred Armisen. So he plays Leslie, which I love. I love, actually, this is the only character that I, that did make me laugh a lot of the time. And I know that sounds so weird, but he <laughs> just, he keeps moving into Ellis's house without really their permission what's he he stays there for a couple days then he just like slowly starts moving in that part actually did crack me up i think that's 
one of the only parts I kind of really laughed at was anytime Leslie was on the screen. So those are kind of the main characters in the bucket. There's other obvious characters, but those are our main guys. Do you have any, it's going to be hard. Do you have any favorite parts in this show? I tried so hard. I really don't have much because I also only got four episodes in. Yeah. I, I love their um I, I love their therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you can call him a therapist, I don't know if he actually is one. Yeah, I, I don't found, think so. I don't know. I found the family therapy sessions to just be those were pretty good actually. <laughs> yeah. The, the, those were really funny I was like I'd be watching them and I'm like this is a complete like shit show like I don't know (laughs) what I don't understand what this is or how it's supposed to help but like I'm I'm here to watch it if that's what this entire show is going to be about then I can get on board with it um so yeah I did like the therapy sessions um I don't know. Overall, though, I just really could not get into the show. There really wasn't too much about it that I really loved. Any Um, complaints? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I have complaints. Like, what is your number one complaint on the show? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I just could not. I could not get into it. But I think my big overall complaint is that it just was way over the top with how silly it was that's i think that's my main my fate my favorite parts honestly were with fred armines who plays leslie i hate saying that too because i really do love rob Lowe's face like i i usually love everything he's in i love him and the show changes none of that for me sometimes actors just do stuff and sometimes it just doesn't work on screen like it does on paper i get it i will say that so any parts that leslie were in i think were some of my favorite parts even when they weren't being the night he wasn't being the nicest to the dragons he still made me laugh my complaints really on this show is kind of the same it's just not my type of comedy it might be your t- it might be somebody else's type of comedy and i think it is because it is rated what's it rated it's rated 6.7 out of 10 on imdb i don't i think i'd agree with that i would too i'm trying to see what i'll see what uh rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes gave it a 67 percent, which i think i kind of agree with too i really do because I, I wouldn't say like this was like the worst i mean you do get to see rob Lowe's butt so that's at least worth a point right there and then to see this son and dad kind of actor duo together was pretty cool. I did like seeing them on screen together. Hopefully we can get more of them on screen together, just with a better better storyline. Um, we don't know if this is getting a second season. We're kind of in limbo right now. Everything's kind of shut down due to the writer's strike, as everybody who is listening probably knows. So we're just going to kind of switch gears from the goofy comedy like we were just talking about into more of a darker comedy that I enjoyed. We're going to talk about Beef, 
I liked beef. I know you you didn't finish either, but you're not. I watched an episode and I couldn't get into it. And before anyone like gets really angry with me, um, it's not. It wasn't unwatchable. Like unstable was unwatchable for me. It just really was not my type of show. Yeah. I just found it really hard to, I just found it really hard to enjoy. And I know it was kind of presented to me as like more of a dark comedy. And I don't know, maybe dark comedy just is not my thing, but I could not really get into it. Yeah, I did. I liked it. So this is one we'll kind of like not totally agree on. Oh, you know what? Before we go too far, what was your final grade on Unstable? I need to know before we move on. I'm gonna give it a solid C. I'm gonna be right there with you. I'll give it a I'll give it a C plus. There. I'll I'll put it back on just for like background noise, something to have while I'm like folding laundry. But I'm not gonna sit down and watch. And the- watch. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't want to forget that. So, back to beef. So I'll read the synopsis and then we'll kind of like dive into the characters and what we think. So. After an incident in a parking lot, road rage ensues, resulting in a bitter feud between these two people who are played by Ali Wong and Stephen Nguyen. No, not Nguyen. What's his name? Yen. Stephen Yen. I gotta go back now. Stephen Yen? Yeah. It's Y-E-U-N. Yen? 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 I think. I'm, I'm gonna go with Yen. So it's two characters played by Ali Wong, who plays Amy, and Stephen Yen, who plays Danny. So their vendetta between them and the links that they will go to to avenge themselves spirals completely out of control. I mean, they're jeopardizing everyone and everything in their lives for revenge on each other after just a road rage incident. Some of the things are not comedic, and this is why we present it as a dark comedy. Because there are some things that are like go a little too far on this, just for having some road rage. It's not anything we want to say is okay. IMDb gives this an 8.1 out of 10, so it does have a good rating on IMDb. I'll be giving it a good rating as well. But to jump into characters, we have first we'll talk about steven yen who plays danny i loved the character danny he is like this man who lives in kind of a more of a rundown area where are they la i think they're somewhere in california working to make ends meet and then you have amy who's played by ali wong who i absolutely adore i've watched her stand-up comedy for many many years i love her and she plays amy who is the other participant in this road rage incident she's pretty much backing her car up and he's driving by and she almost hits him and he they both go berserk on each other you also have george who is uh played by joseph lee who is amy's husband that's right she's married who i really did i really did like george i still do and they have a daughter june okay and you also have paul and he is danny's brother 
who's also plays a kind of a big part in this. Those are all of our big main characters. We also have Ashley Park, who plays an Emily in Paris, who also plays in Beef. So she's playing in two of our shows we're talking about today. Go Ashley Park. I told you I love her. What are, I know you haven't finished anything, but what are your thoughts on some of the main characters? Ooh, I did really like Amy. I love Amy. I, yeah. I loved, I loved Amy and Danny. I was like on team both. <laughs> the whole time. I didn't really get far enough into it to really, you know, devote myself to one mm-hmm. over the other, but I did like Amy from the get-go. I mean, I know, you know, she's a comedian. I think I may have seen some of her. I think I may have seen some of her stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I really didn't watch enough of it to really devote myself to one character over the other. But I did love um, Amy from the beginning. I thought she was kind of funny. I am totally Switzerland, even all the way up until the end. I never really picked one side over the other. They both kept me laughing with their revenge antics back and forth i know you probably don't have a favorite part since you didn't really watch my and i know this happens almost in the beginning it's one of the first like things he does but whenever he goes into her bathroom and pees all over it gosh and then leaves i about lost it like like, who does that is the easiest yet like worst revenge you can do on someone is he just pees everywhere that is disgusting <laughs> like it's so easy to do but it can really just ruin someone's entire day like he tricks oh her he tricks her into like thinking he knows her husband that's how he gets in the house and he's like can i use your bathroom because okay during this road rage incident if you know they don't they don't really see each other so they don't know each other's faces so he like goes into her house figuring out who she is first and pees all over her bathroom it's just these things are funny to me like it shouldn't be funny because somebody ever did that to me like it would not be funny and she did not find it funny but it was funny but it's a third person watching it that was honestly one of my most favorite parts and that and just some of her quotes in this hers amy's ali wong whoever um her comebacks are just an honorable mention to me she that quick humor comebacks that she has throughout this are top notch really and danny and i mean did you ever watch walking dead no okay danny or steven Wynn plays one of the main characters in the walking dead that's who one reason that he has my heart i also stopped watching the walking dead because he died sorry that 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 happened years ago you can't get me on any kind of spoiler alert (laughs) you haven't watched now you're not going to that's your fault (laughs) you can't avoid spoilers anymore hey man i can't say can't say hushed forever so I think one of my only complaints, and you know what? I don't know. I don't know what my complaints would be on this show. I really enjoyed it. No complaints? I'm sure I do, but I would have to like probably watch it as I go. 
but off the top of my head, I'm really thinking I don't have the, the, too many complaints. I feel, I think my only complaint really is her keeping everything from her husband for the majority of all this. I think that would have solved a lot because that's how Danny really got to her most of the times because he befriended her husband. So her, her husband would invite him over. Like, it's just, I feel like if she was more upfront with her husband, well, we probably wouldn't have got a lot, a lot of the comedy. It probably wouldn't have worked. Then we wouldn't have a show. So, but I almost, because I like George so much and I never wanted, like, there are some people who are like, oh, we want her to, like, leave George for Danny. I don't want, amy and danny to be together that's not the point of the show so i wish people would stop going there on that but i wish i would kind of see like amy and george like working together to like get revenge on danny like that would be funny to me so that would be i guess my only complaint and also i didn't really like i i had a love-hate relationship with uh george's mother who who she played by i really because she was a great actor oh patty Yasutaki, let me go with that. Patty Yasutaki plays Fumi, who plays George's mother. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else in here that we know. Oh, Maria Bello plays Jordan. Maria Bello. She played like Coyote Ugly, the Lil. I'm sure you've seen Coyote Ugly, correct? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You've never seen Coyote Ugly? No. That's so weird. Okay. Anyways. Uh, you act that way. That's why every time you say you're watching it, I just don't say anything. Gosh. Such a good movie. <laughs> With a phenomenal playlist, too. It'd be right up your alley. It's like a, like a rom-com almost. Um. Alright, so my I will give my final grade. You've only watched a couple episodes. I don't know if you I'm not allowing you to give a grade because you're you're you don't matter. I'm gonna give this an A plus. And I only say that because I don't think they could have done anything better for this. I think they nailed it. Absolutely. I would give it an A plus. Surprisingly, I don't give out A pluses very easily. And my opinion doesn't matter. So and Eve's opinion doesn't matter because she hasn't finished it. <laughs> Give it another try. Give it another try. How many? How much? How long were you into it? Like how? How far did you get into it? Watched an episode. Just one. Yeah. Yeah. I keep going. I remember. I told my cousin too. I was like, "You got to watch like two or three episodes, and then you'll be sucked in." But as long as it, I like dark comedies, so. I will give it another try eventually. I still need yeah. to get back to Will Trend and start a SWAT and Thank all you. stuff you keep saying that we have to watch. Honestly, SWAT, because everybody loves SWAT. Not everybody loves SWAT. I love SWAT. So everybody should love SWAT. So everybody should love SWAT. And I've almost finished the whole thing without anybody to talk to. So it's very disappointing. I've been all by myself. I need to finish School Spirits. I'm like two episodes. I finished that. <laughs> no, and i'm the one who said oh look this looks good we should all watch it and I'm <laughs> i actually i i finished it and then went back and was like did i finish already <laughs> i didn't even realize i had already finished it but i did i do that a lot with shows i always have to check and see how many episodes there are before i start a show <laughs> 
that otherwise I would have gotten to the end of episode eight and been like, whoa, this is good. And then I would have realized, oh, shoot, there's no, there's no episode nine. What is this? I did that with Unstable. That's that's why I was like, I gotta go finish that. I didn't realize there was only eight episodes. I was like, oh, I did. Look at me go. Better than I thought it was. All right, let's finish this up. All right, so we don't know if Beef is coming back. There's no word. I think it might. It says, I don't know. Did it say limited series or season one? I have to go back and look. The creator has said it will be new cast and like new characters if it does come back. So would it be an anthology type thing? Like Cruel Summer? I think so. I think that's, I think we're going to start seeing that a lot more on shows as different actors and stuff I'll, I, i'd i be down to see another one of this as long as they can get some good actors in it i'd watch it i love a good revenge story <laughs> as long as you're not involved exactly i don't want to be involved i don't like all that drama i just like watch i like watching drama on tv i don't like drama in my real life so i think that's all we have for tonight we have talked about Emily in Paris, season three. We've talked about beef. We've talked about unstable, just loosely. Don't forget to check out our socials and Facebook group, Netflix, Netflix Family Fan Club. Throughout our summer, we'll keep bringing you cruel summer recaps and reviews on Fridays and Netflix reviews on Wednesdays. So this week, we'll be discussing political thrillers, I believe which means I need to go finish The Diplomat. It's really good, but I do need to finish it. So we will talk to you real soon. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fan and Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website. Family Fan Club 2021 at Wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.